We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to True Faith Weekly Podcast. My name is Alex Hurst. I'm joined by Ben Wade to talk about Newcastle's defeat in front of 52,000 people uh, to Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, at St James's Park today. I think, Ben, you probably joined me in in, in trying to lobby the Football League to ban the three o'clock home kickoff because <laughs> both of them this season have been dreadful. <laughs> Get one, Tally. Never again. Never again. Get one, Tally. I'm not going back. Um, right, Ben. Where should we start? First of all, uh, I've—I don't know if you've seen the the replay from Anita's red card. Um, I haven't. It's a in keeping with the referee's general display. It's one of the harshest red cards I've ever seen, and I hate Anita, and I'm, I'm pleased he's banned. But it's one of the har- harshest, most ridiculous. He was just dead late, just so late. Like he's still he's still reaching for that ball now. He was that late, but it's like it's. <laughs> It's just so harsh and needless. Like the the Wolves players are shocked <laughs> when he gets a red card. But um, where 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 did it go wrong for you today, Ben? I think without being too harsh, I think it, it's got to start with the team selection. Um, I mean, obviously we're we're fully behind Rafa, and we're obviously not trying to take a guess or anything. But uh, I think he, he got the team wrong today, um, and he said himself he'll make mistakes. It's not bouncing back, but. Perez on the left uh, just didn't work. It's not worked before, and that, that's the worrying thing is that it, he's, he's tried that before and, it, and he's repeated that mistake. Now I don't know whether it was a bit of he's, he's maybe been fooled by Perez. I think Perez had a decent game in midweek. Um, I'm sure he wasn't playing on the left wing though, and I think he's, he's just trying to get him and he's just trying to fit him into the team somewhere. Um, and unfortunately, left wing is just. Too important, too too important a position in this team because you, you've got to babysit Paul Dummett. Um It just we had absolutely nothing down the left. It, it sort of spoiled a lot of the play because the likes of Shelby, they they love to switch the ball quickly. Um, and if, if you if you can't if you switch it one side and, and you lose the ball or, or whatever, it, you, you just you lose such a, a key aspect of the, the performance. Um, I mean, without being sort of, I don't know, just just Dummett can't, he, he keeps playing Dummett. We've got this new left back in, we've got Kira Clark who's played a couple of games there. I don't I don't see why he keeps picking Dummett, um, which is a bit frustrating. Um, there's not really any, any positives to pick out, out of it. I, I don't think anybody particularly covered themselves in glory. 
Mm. Um, the back four looked shaky. I don't know why. We'll, we'll, but, we'll go one at a time. Um, we'll go one at a time then. So I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll agree with you with this. And I hate getting on the backs of players. And it, there's no need for. I thought the reaction of the some fans today was a disgrace. Um, yeah. Just like the Huddersfield game, we Sai, who's not with one now, he he believes it's the three o'clock games and the higher attendances. But then it was, there was forty nine thousand there against Reading and no away fans. So basically, there was as many home fans there against Wet Reading um, as there was today. And the atmosphere was a lot more positive when in that game at one one at half time. And I just I just get so frustrated with uh, you know, the the way people reacted to Paul Dummett putting the ball out of play. I mean, me and you were exasperated. It's not like we're happy, but we don't feel the need to stand up and give the lad a volley full, like full of really aggressive, nasty abuse. But um, I, th- I think I thought Perez was a disgrace today. And I don't often say that about Newcastle players, and I know it's quite it's quite close to the to, except every week. No, I, I don't go that strongly. But it's more it's more Mickey who's who uh, who's that uh, aggressive. But I thought Perez was an absolute disgrace. Um, his his performance lacked any type of intelligence, any type of character. And in my opinion, just stop trying at the end of the game. And I know that's an easy thing to say about players. But when if if you watch the highlights, get on the Sky Sports um, uh, Sky Sports Center app now and watch the highlights and, and watch Wolves' fullback just ghost past him to create yeah. a chance to make it three 0 and, and they, were just just, jogging, they were jogging side by side and he, he jogs back and it's almost as if it's, he just has to try and back and that, that, that's okay like no that, that wasn't acceptable and he I, I remember exactly it was the run where he basically the, the full back nearly broke into the middle of the goal didn't he lost yeah. the ball well, the, the, and he um, lost the ball but then they should have scored the, the lad put it over the bar he should have made it 3-0 um, yeah. but he, so, so there's that there's the fact that he like you, you pointed out in the first half to me, he constantly he's the, he's the he's the antithesis of Gufran, who gives you all hard work and closing down and defensive stability, but also width. He was constantly just doing the same old, same old. But anyway, I agree with you. To start with Paul Dummett, well, come on to to start with Paul Dummett and Perez, it's just not playing on the left side. It's just we, we, we can't play against these type of teams with with Dummett and Anita as fullbacks. And we'll come on to that. But but you're right. I mean, that's the first time Perez, I think, has started left wing this season. I think, um, and, and like yeah, people listen to this who might have seen him play brilliantly at QPR. We didn't say that, unfortunately. I saw him took a see him. I saw him took a very well taken goal. But he, he, I've been watching him since Rafa came in, since the, the middle of last season, and he's just been absolutely dire for so long. He, he provides so little and. Yeah, you, you call it Ben. Playing him on the left is the issue. I mean, he can be as bad as he wants and, and, and toss it off all he wants. But actually picking him was a huge error by the manager. A huge error. Um, I mean, there's not that many options. And, and Gufran's played the last five. And Atsu, Atsu's not had much football. So you, say, you say there's not many options. But yeah, you've just mentioned two there that would, would fulfil a better, better role. They, they, they at least give you the width and they'll, they'll pull the defence out. I mean, that, that's the problem is Perez. Every time Dummett gets the ball, he's look, he looks up and Perez isn't there because he's drifted about 10 yards inside the touchline where he's put Paul Dummett, of all people, going to try and take a pass between about three players, which it's just not realistic. And it's just so easy to defend against because the fullbacks don't have to worry. They, they, they know he's not going to be, they're not having to look over the shoulder out. The, 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 the ball's in front of them, Perez is inside them, they can see everything, and there's just no danger whatsoever. It's just too easy to play against. So moving on to Dummett, and I'll include Anita. Dummett and Anita have picked up 
a lot of uh, praise this season from from us as well. And with Derby last week, and Dummett was very good. But you, you you cannot play these two players. They're they're basically like extensions of the centre backs. Even Anita Anita has a good little relationship with um, Richie on the right, but he doesn't he doesn't get to the byline. He doesn't make anyone defend. And Paul Dummett's the same. You cannot play the likes of Wolves, and it'll be the same for Brentford. Although Brentford are a little bit more tackling, but Ipswich will be a good one who will come and play exactly the same as us. We cannot play those two lads at fullback because they don't get beyond their wingers. The the, the provide so little going forwards. It's it's like you say. It's just that easy to play against. And we've started the game today without a left side, and and it was painfully obvious. Five ten minutes in, everything was coming down our left from them. The first goal came down our left. Where dumb it was, I don't know, but more on that later. Um, and all our attacks were going down the right. It's been the same fucking thing at Newcastle for years now, watching the right-hand side do all the work. Uh, so frustrating. But dumb it, I just have to say, we've picked up criticism as a podcast and me personally for, for being overcritical of Paul Dummett and you know, we're, we're targeting him and all this kind of thing. He wasn't good enough in the Premier League as a left-back. And, and, he, and he's still not good enough as a. As I, said, I said earlier this season he's made the step down look like the step up he's just not good enough as a left back he tries hard he's solid enough defensively but we can't win the league with a left back who won't cross the halfway line and when you're chasing games and when you're trying to force the issue it's like playing with 10 men in fact it's worse than playing with 10 men because if you're a man down the man who's off the pitch doesn't put the ball out of play every 5 minutes like it's just so frustrating to say you called it Ben you said Rafa would make mistakes, and he, he said he would make mistakes, and he has made mistakes, and it's we'll, I'll come on to later why this isn't the disaster that some people are making out it is. Yeah. But but and he, listen, he's gone into the transfer market and he's bought the lad, the the the, the, the young lad from Palermo that's, who that's who who will who will start on Tuesday by all accounts, and if he has a good game, maybe he'll stick in against Villa away. I, 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 unlikely, but um, so, so Rafa has identified what needed, and he told me when I met him that he, he need what needed an attacking left back. Galloway was supposed to have been done. He's ended up at West Brom. That that's not Rafa's fault. Um, but we cannot if we if we start against Ipswich at home um, with Paul Dummett at left back, the, the same thing is going to happen, and it's just so frustrating that once again we'll see. It's like. It's like when um, we used to go away from home and, and Perez and Mitrovic would start up front together and would just get beat. And it was the same every single week. Now, I know Perez and Mitrovic started to, you know, well, to some effect on Tuesday, but it's the same with Perez on the left-hand side. I went to Anfield last season and Perez got hauled off at half-time with one of the worst performances I've ever seen from a professional footballer. To the best of my recollection, that's the last time he played left wing. He was even worse today. He was worse today. Um, so, yeah, very, very I mean, strange. That, it's, it's, it's one of those spots. I mean... We can't, we can't really attribute the, the defeat just to, to Paul Dummett. No, no. Obviously, the, I, I think that at the time, then, though, the, the left side were Those goals came from their side. <laughs> I know, I know, but you can see it in Pac's rest of the team. I mean, you, as I said before, nobody had a good game, but you, you, you can't. <laughs> you, you can, obviously, it, it requires everybody else to have a really good game to carry, carry yeah. that left side when when, when you, 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 you've got Paul Dummett left back and a player that is playing out of position I, I, I don't understand why he dropped Gufan who's done nothing wrong um, up to this point he's, he's got himself back into the team and playing well he's in form um, three ga- I, I'd imagine I don't, I don't, I'd imagine I don't it's just three, three games why, in a week three, game, three games in a week is a lot for any footballer yeah. but we've got Atu <laughs> I mean to be honest I think he brought, he, he brought Atu on for Richie because of Richie's yellow card 
yeah. and he got away with a, a, a bad title as well. Um, well, not a bad title, but a late one where I think he probably was worried about Richie coming off. Um, and, and you've already called it, Richie needs to simmer down a bit. He's, he, he's picked up, I think, did you say he's, it's his third yellow this season for descent? Yeah. Um, he needs to get that under wraps because we can't afford to be taking him off when he, he's, he's one of our most creative and attacking players. To, to protect him getting the red like you just you, you can't he, he's at the side down the day by getting that yellow and then meaning that we've, we've got to carry Perez on the left yeah and then then, and on, the, then on the right but I mean the second we'll, we'll talk about the goals now because once again we've been beaten today and we've been deservedly beaten but Rafa will look at it two horrendous mistakes from Newcastle Wolves have not come here and had to do anything it's because well, that's that's unfair. They defended very well, but they they didn't have to open up at any point because of two horrendous goals. Now we've been done on the counter attack again, just like just like Huddersfield. Not that far before half time, we've been done on the counter attack. The cells has had to go out to the left. He should have done better to stop the ball coming in. Shelby's dropped in at centre back. Where where the left side was, I've no idea, no idea. But um. Lascelles has gone out. I think, I think he should have done more, but then never mind. And then members who had a very poor game, I've, I've sung his praises yeah, tremendously that, this season. That, that was his, I, I was saying this morning on the radio show, I think he's one of the best players in the league, but he, he, he had a bad game today. And he, I don't get why he went with his head for that ball. It, it was at a height, a difficult height, but you, you just go with your feet and just get it out, like high it. Uh, it was just really frustrating. It was a poor goal to concede by, and then, by everybody. And then you've got the second one when Perez again left side. Dicking about on the ball, you know when he when he loses the ball, he turns on the referee for a free kick. It's I'm, I'm embarrassed for him. You know what I mean? It, it was never a free kick in a million years. No one, no one fouled you. I would say so. It's not a free kick. Do you know what I mean? Like this, it's just pathetic from him. Um, giving the ball away and with the game situation, we're just about to bring on two sub subs in Mitrovic and uh, Atsu, I think, and they were ready to come on and to give that goal away was so poor. We you know the game management. Uh, yeah, it's just pathetic, but. Matt Seltz as well, I mean, that that Mbemba one, maybe maybe he does give him the shot, but there's no one near Mbemba. He's headed the ball into the net, there's no one near him. He hasn't got a defender on him. He doesn't have to make the header. Um why doesn't Matt Seltz Yeah, why why doesn't why doesn't Sells come and get the ball or why 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 is there no communication? But Matt Seltz is rubbish. I'm sick of like I'm sick of it. It's he's rubbish. We've given, we've given. Well, he is though, isn't he? We've given the benefit of the doubt. He's, he's played, he's played um, eight games in goal for Newcastle. Now he's not made a save. I think he made one save against Brighton. And you know, we were joking on the radio, this radio show this morning on Radio Tyneside that um, you know he could break the clean sheet record without actually making a save. But he's, he's rubbish. I mean, the, the second goal was so poor from Perez. But he's, he's led and footed again. There's only one place that that player. Is, is kicking the ball and I watched it very carefully Matt itself doesn't when, when when Perez gives away possession he doesn't move he stood in the same place now if, I'm not blaming him for the goal but he gets absolutely nowhere near the ball the, the player's got the ball he's left footed he's curled it good finishing at the left corner Matt Seltz is nowhere to be seen I, I, from, from my angle I, did, I didn't even think it was in the corner it was, no it wasn't I, in the I, corner I didn't say that it, it was comfortably inside the post so I was disappointed with that. I think he should have he should have done better for that. But I mean, later on in the game, there was a shot straight, like straight out of the most regulation teenage goalkeeper would have made the save. Like what was his name? That rubbish keeper, Anik. He would have made the save, like straight at him, and he put and he tries to catch it in his midriff, 
and he hits off his arm and goes out for a corner. That's that's not good enough. That's not good enough for this level. He's played eight games in goal. He's not got any better. He still doesn't communicate with the, ben- the defence. He still doesn't come for crosses. He's not good enough. It's one of those things Rafa's going to have to take a, the, the pill for. Be like, right, we'll give him a chance. Darlow's going to start on, on Tuesday against Wolves again. And if Darlow plays well, he's, he's got to start on Aston Villa because... We, 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 we can't have a goalkeeper in this league who just doesn't make saves and he doesn't it's I mean, eight, eight, eight games in he, he was only 4 million so it, it's not like it's a, a 20, 30 million pound player that we've sort of tried to create it was 4 million we, we can carry the, the hits do you know what I mean we've, we've made plenty of money this summer so I don't, I don't think he, he he needs to be worried about dropping him just play pick the best players now we, we've said it time and time again Darlow played really well in, a few, in, in the chances he got last season yeah. Um, he's popular with the fans because he, he, he doesn't really make too many mistakes he's solid um, I, I really don't get why he, he's not been given a chance um, this season because he, he he proved himself in the Premier League let yeah. alone the championship so and it, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens there might be people listening to this thinking we're being negative I'm going to be a little bit positive in a minute but the the, the 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 simple the simple fact of the matter is is, is Matt Sells is rubbish like he is like the, he's been in goal for eight games now in the league and he, he can't like what, what, when is the what, why would he get any better now do you know what I mean what, how, how long does it take 20-30 games we can't continue to have a keeper that doesn't that just doesn't make save it's just not going to happen I'll talk a little bit now about the, 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 the way that the team played and this is where I don't really blame Rafa and two things number one this, this defeat wasn't and isn't a wake up call I don't think this is down to complacency the easy the easy lazy thing to say oh they turned up and they thought they could win easy I, I don't buy that at all I don't think they were lazy or lethargic or I thought we were, were poor we were poor but we weren't lazy Bob Perez I think you, you saw the, the first about three or four passes in the game we, we, we passed the opposition yeah. gave the ball away and I think it was just a case of I don't know they were, I mean maybe maybe they were trying difficult balls but where they're obviously trying to put them under pressure but yeah it was just one of those days where there was just too many players where we're off the game and it's, I, I agree it's not complacency it's not laziness or anything it was just that unfortunately they all had a bad game well it's, it's, it's as much to do with the mentality though and I, I don't think it's complacency we said uh, this morning if we'd be disappointed if it was nil at half time would you panic and we said no unfortunately yet again the team have panicked we've been done on the counter attack close to half time and I get the feeling the longer and the fans are to blame but the fans are the fans you know it's going to happen um, the players have got to take some responsibility half time nil nil with that performance in the first half was a good result do you know what I mean getting in at half time nil nil when we probably didn't deserve to be when Wolves should have scored before that would have been a good result but I didn't get that feeling from the players I got the feeling from the, pl- the players that we're still trying to force the issue in the 5-10 minute period before half time and we're left ourselves exposed and it's like no let's get in half time let's be nil nil and let's win the second half we're not going to piss every game this season I know we said we would last week but you'll have to excuse me um, the, the, there's going to be games in the championship and I think um, George Colton said this when I met with him recently for, for a podcast he said off air that Middlesbrough last season was a real dirty struggle and then it took Middlesbrough a couple of seasons to you know how they came close to promotion and missed out yeah. there was a lot of games where they didn't play well and won 1-0 we, we have got to start winning it's the only thing we haven't done this season, uh, this season because at Bristol and Derby um, away there were a few chances created but it was a very we controlled those games it was very comfortable we never looked like conceding we're going to have to start winning games or even drawing games soon that we don't deserve to and that's got me a little bit worried I still think we'll be promoted with with plenty to spare the, the team are going to have to mature and I think Shelby is guilty of it you know Sanger's praises 
last few games. Like you said there, he's guilty too often of looking for the killer pass. You know, just just keep the ball, keep possession. I mean, I, I don't have the stats, but how many times did we give the ball away a day? It was absolutely <coughs> criminal. And a lot of the, I mean, Perez summed it up near the end of the game when he, I don't even know what he was trying to do with that cross-field hoik, which he just smashed into a Wolves central midfielder. Um, that, that's that's an example of, of trying to trying to score, you know, trying to do too many things too quickly. But Wolves came today, no disrespect to them, they, they were exactly the same as Huddersfield. We said, I think I turned to you from kickoff and I said, these have come to defend here because we were talking pre-match. Would they come to defend? Would they try and get a goal? Nope. It was come to defend, play in stages, move the ball up the pitch very slowly um, and, and get men forwards very occasionally. And for for the, the team yet again to fall prey to, to the counter-attack, to, to lose the crucial first goal was very disappointing uh, for, for my part, Ben. So do you, do you think um, Rafa is, is going to learn from that or do you, or do you think it's a, it's a team thing? I do, I think, yeah, well, I hope so. I mean, we keep saying he keeps playing dummy. He, he, he keeps trying to get sort of pigeonhole um, Perez in, in the positions, but I, I think he's, he's he's an intelligent bloke. He, he knows what he's doing. Like, I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll correct mistakes. I think it's just a case that, obviously, the, the deals that came in for the likes of Gomez, obviously, he's just coming back from a, a long term injury. I think they're trying to back in. Um, I fully expect him to get him opportunities or even Yedlin who's obviously um, been, been sort of coming in it's come in late uh, unfortunately in Lazar um, but I expect Lazar and Yedlin I think will be the, the full backs going forward once once they're up to speed but um, yeah it's just it's, it's just frustrating I, I think you're completely right um, we, we need to start being tougher a bit like tougher mentality wise in terms of just just a bit more that's the word just, just composed I guess um, where not every pass is going to come off we're not going to batter every team but just, just have your heads about you to, to just hang in games don't make silly mistakes I mean the, the games we've lost this season have, have all come from mistakes that we've made yeah. it's not through any any good play from I've not seen any team come here or, or against Newcastle either away or home home or away that is, is I, I thought oh that's a really really good goal if they've taken my part there every single goal the Fulham one the two at um, Huddersfield the goal today both goals today they're, they're just they're all coming from mistakes that we're making and it's it's just eradicating them now obviously you, you, as I said you're going to have days where the players have a bad game but you've, you've got to you've got to be strong enough and, and tight enough to to sort of ride those every mistake like there's, there's very few teams concede from every mistake they make yeah. but we seem to be doing that we seem to literally every mistake we make <laughs> you, you know why because we've got a goalkeeper that doesn't make saves <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no you're right you're right <laughs> but um yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying there as well um I mean reasons to be positive uh, number one we'll play again Tuesday against the same opposition we're going to put right a few wrongs there um, and it'd be, be good to see the likes of um, Clark come in uh, Dunning Clark Murphy that's what I mean Clark as well but Murphy in particular plus the full backs well, I, hope, hope, I, I don't know I, I would hope uh, Lazar would get a shot as you were saying before yeah um, I'd like to see Yedlin come in just because I think it'd be interesting to see those, those two get a game where you, you saw tonight I don't see Wolves changing their game plan at all yeah. so they're going to come and play exactly the same way so let's let's 
Let's try something else, Rafa. Let's see he, what, like, what, yeah. could, what could have been if we played two attacking fullbacks. I said to you first off, he clear, especially when we went uh, one nil down or, or past the half hour mark, um, we were playing with the fullbacks really, really high for a bit. But it's pointless yeah. with the personnel that we had in. But I've seen a lot of. I mean, it's it's social media. That a lot of people go on social media to get noticed. Um, a lot of aggression, a lot of this not good enough. A few posts on the True Faith Facebook page, which are just ridiculous. People saying we only lost four games the whole of, the whole of the last time we came up. Burnley only lost five. We've lost three already. It's not even mid September. Um, well, it doesn't matter because a it's not not getting beat that gets you promoted. Ask Brighton last season with two defeats all season. It's winning games, and we're, we're, at the time of speaking, I don't know what the score is in the Birmingham Sheffield game, but I don't think it matters actually because we're goal difference is so good. But um, yeah, it's ones each, which I did call uh, on my best. But um, you know, it's we're third, we're third, we're, we're two points behind Norwich. Norwich have only last one once, and we're two points behind them. So it's not the end of the world. Um, like you said, Rafa learns from things very quickly once we lost to Huddersfield the next home game against Brighton albeit who were a little bit more expansive we improved things massively so it's it's not the time to panic I wish the large sections of the crowd are very positive the, the, the team was sung off at the end not like you'll hear that on the Football League show talk sport it'll be booed off by, by you know about 20 or 30 idiot retards basically um, so it's not all, it's not the end of the world we'll come back from it Brentford obviously Norwich at home sorry is a really big game a week Wednesday We've got Vile away, um, Norwich uh, at home. Massive couple of days that real big push from the fans and the team. But uh, you know, I'll put this in writing. I said it this morning. We had a really, really tricky six-game run, which was Brighton, Derby, QBR, today, Vile and Norwich. That's six games. We picked up nine points from, from the first four. If you if you pick up two two points a game in this league, you win the league. So we won't, even if we were to lose one of those games, um, or or were to draw both of them, um, you know, eleven, twelve points from that run of games is still very, very good. Anything over that is 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 near enough miraculous. Before really, uh, you know, gentle run of fixtures uh, leading up to Christmas. So you know, it's not the end of the world. It's been a shit day at the office, unfortunately, and we didn't enjoy ourselves today at all, um, as no Newcastle fans will have. But you know, let's. Uh, let, let's keep on it. Let's drop Perez <laughs> or play him in his right position. Let's play some fullbacks and we'll be fine with a little bit more maturity. And you know, I'm looking forward to yeah. going going to the match on Tuesday like you. And I think I think we'll beat Wolves on Tuesday. That'll take a lot out of them. Um, so I don't think there's anything else left to say. But unless unless uh, you want to say, no, nah, I've got nothing. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. We, we will be back uh, this well, probably a little bit later than this next Saturday when hopefully we'll have beaten the worst football club in the football league in the worst place in the world, Aston Villa. Um, and thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.